Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast. What's going on, FA Nation? Happy freaking Friday. It's another edition of the MLB DFS Podcast. Quick pitch podcast. I mess up the order, but you know, order is uh, order is meant to be broken here. Um, I am James Grant. I am hosting today's podcast. John and Pemba is off doing whatever he's doing at the FF Expo. Hopefully, drafting uh, the winning team in that uh, in his league. Um, so today, I'm joined by a Fantasy Alarm alum, Fantasy Alarm. Uh, MLB guru, college sports guru, uh, any guru. Any sport, and then followed by Guru, you can think of Pete Cole. Uh, you can find Pete at P, uh, YFC. What Pete, what's the Twitter handle? And I got to look at it, too. What, YFC Sports Pete. At YFC, YFC Sports Pete. I would have definitely, if you had not said the sports, I would have just went like off the cuff while I was trying to search it. I would have went like YFC Pete. Uh, I would have forgotten the sports, so uh, you are right, YFC YFC Sports Pete. Uh, Pete, what's going on, brother? James, what's going on? Good to be on. It's been a while, it seems like, right? It's probably, it's been a few weeks since I've been on a show on Thursday night. Weird split day today, split slate day today. Preseason football on, Field of Dreams on. Uh, So, Field of Dreams game. But that's, yeah, I'm looking forward. And it's nice, every time I get together with you, you bring up some good, some new information. I can't remember what was the last time, but it'll come to me. But I want to pretty much want a GVP the last time I was on a show with you. And I can't remember. It was a stat. I think it was Tampa. It was the Tampa Rays stat. You were, we actually thought the Rays were much better in July than I thought. And I played Rays at night and we crushed. Interesting. I think that was maybe against Boston, maybe against how bad they were doing. And you threw some stats at me and turn around where they're actually one of the hottest <laughs> two weeks and actually turn my thinking around and turn my kind of last couple weeks around. So all right, man. Could well I'm happy happy to help happy to help there. Uh I, I didn't receive my cut yet, but I, I know that's coming in the mail um pretty soon. I'm I'm pretty confident I'm gonna win that one. Um <laughs> But you know what, Joey Gallo hit a home run, did hit a home run um, in a a pinch hit scenario, and then, you know, shit talk the Yankees afterwards, part of my French. But, uh, you know, you know what, Joey Gallo, good for you, man. I hope you have a great career. Uh, Playing Baron and Benatendi. Yeah, he is. Yeah. uh, Benatendi had a nice little two-game stretch for the Yankees, but uh, they need him for 
We'll we'll see how this series goes, Pete, because uh, on Friday slate, a series against the Boston Red Sox begins in Fenway. Ben Benintendi's return there. Um, so that is one of 13 games we have on the slate. Um, uh, and you know what another one is, Pete? You know what another one of those 13 games is? Coors Field. Because we just can't escape yeah. Coors Field. Um, I think my favorite, like, I don't hate cores. I dislike cores on slates like this. I like cores on the smaller slates. Um, these slates you like, there are a lot more spots that you're going to like. Um, and you think you want to go away from cores. Uh, like when you look at totals like nine and a half in Yankees, Boston or nine and san diego washington or nine in cleveland toronto right you're like oh i i can pivot away from course no 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 not so fast 20 runs um so on these on these bigger slates is definitely uh not my favorite thing to have cores um like uh today's slate six games right that was the main and we had cores and you know it wasn't the most successful day but i think it's it's i, I my decision making is much easier to, like I like it better. I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm. All right. I'm full fade. I'm full bore. Like I'm playing 100 percent or I'm not. Um. On these 13 game slates, I'm like I want to sprinkle a little over here. I want to sprinkle over there. Good I point. digress. I'm ranting. Uh. But you get the point. Uh. Well, yeah, that's a good point. And we get two gas cans going tomorrow night too. Actually, in that game. So which we'll get to, I guess. Yeah, I'm super excited about the Zach Davies Antonio Senzatella matchup. Uh. So fun. Um. Anything stand out to you in Vegas? I mean, Luis Garcia minus three twenty-five. Yeah, I just pulled that up as we were talking, and and Garcia, who's not, he's a little bit, he's at home, right? So he's a little bit better at home. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis is down to Coliseum, which well, Coliseum is a better pitcher's park, but no, nothing really jumps out. I mean, you got the twelve, you got the twelve cores, and some Rodon. With, with Rodon. Rodon 265 favorite at home against the Pirates. That's a good one. Which you should good be. Number. So yeah, we got, we, got, we got some really good high end pitchers, but I'm telling you what, once we get once we get low, there's not there's not too much gold value we can dig out of the ball tomorrow pitching. Well, let's jump in. Let's jump in then. Um and let's just get right into the the pitcher's position. Um both FanDuel and DraftKings have these three guys. I have FanDuel open too. Um we do have a lot of FanDuel players in the FA Nation, so uh, we'll cater to both at the pitcher position. Uh, same three, same order. Scherzer, Rodon, Gonsolin, all over 10K on DraftKings. Scherzer is 11-4 on FanDuel. Rodon, 10-8. Gonsolin, $10,000. Um, what's your What's your assessment on these top on this top tier of pitching? Well. First, we got Max going against. We got Max at home, City Field, Pitchers Park, with possibly a Schwarberless Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like Schwarber's going to be out for a couple games. And I mean, the Phillies. I mean, they're not. They're not. You know, a bottom team. You know, more of a middling team. So they strike. They strike out twenty one point four percent against righty. So Max is always. If Max is on a slate, he's always going to be my number one guy and he's probably right. pretty much been all year even probably over even over to grandpa right now so i'm already penciling max my decision is we're gonna go up high with redones and gonsolins or we're we gonna go low for sp2s for DraftKings. that's where a big decision is gonna come in for me 
Yeah, I think it's a good point. Um, and just to further our max point, Schwarber left Thursday's game uh, with an injury. I think it was a calf strain. So interesting to see if he's in the lineup on Friday. If he's not, uh, that Phillies lineup is obviously depleted. And, and Scherzer. Yeah, he's out tomorrow, I believe. At least. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Scherzer, Scherzer will have his way there. Um, I definitely lean Rodon for the strikeout upside here. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, they just strike out a lot. And and where they specifically strike out a lot is against left-handed pitching. Uh, over the last month against lefties, uh, 27.2% K rate. That's the fifth highest in baseball. And when you look at it all year, it's been they've been first or second in strikeout rate yeah. pretty much the entire season. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, it's bleak. And the one thing about the Royals is they don't strike out all that much. Um, at least they haven't. I guess over the last month, a little bit that has yeah, changed a little, a little bit, bit. A little bit more last month. You're right. Um, 23.2% carry rate over last month. But um, I just like haven't played Gonsolin a lot this year. And that is kind of typically true for me with Dodgers pitchers outside of Kershaw uh, because Dave Roberts just does not let them pitch deep into games. So um, I feel like Scherzer and Rodon are just the clear-cut one-two for me. Um, Gonsolin is, you know, fine if you want to go there, um, but not a priority for me. I think we're both going to settle in on a couple guys below. Um, mainly Luis Garcia, who is much cheaper on FanDuel. He is $8,700 on FanDuel. He's about the 10th. Oh man, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He is the eleventh priced pitcher on FanDuel, Pete. Uh eighty five hundred. Yeah, it's a big difference on FanDuel. You can um, there. Yeah, I think that is a really good pivot off Scherzer and Rodon. If you wanted to play cash and if you were playing like cores cash, right? Um, if you wanted to play cores on FanDuel, it's gonna be hard to get cores comfortable with Scherzer at eleven four. Um, on FanDuel, but 85 and Garcia, I think that's a nice pivot. We mentioned 320 favorite. What? But what is your take on Garcia on DraftKings? Ninety eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, when I when I got Radon, only less than a thousand dollars more. I'm rolling up up. You're gonna find yeah. the money, right? You're yeah, finding the money to get to him. I right. mean, and Garcia is. I'm looking at his splits. He is he is a better pitcher on the road. Three three oh seven ERA, one eleven whip, but not much. Actually, no, actually his whip is a little bit better at home, one oh nine. But he's got a much higher ERA ERA at home. Uh Oakland, we've been picking on Oakland all season. So why right. stop now? Right. Uh, you know, they strike out. They're another team that just is to me is a triple A team. Um Going up, I mean, 23.8% strikeout rate to righties, 131 ISO, not good, 272 Woba. But no, I'm to me, if I'm going to be up high, I'm going Radon, Scherzer. Godson's taking a little bit of a backseat last few starts. He had, he had a decent mm-hmm. start against the Padres last game, but he had that little string there, like four starts after the all, you know, on the all star break, he wasn't doing great. But I'm going to go on the top two and find a value, or we're going to find a couple pitchers down below here, I think, that we both agree on, and maybe a couple surprise pitchers. Yeah, I don't see much else in the 9K tier. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't actively target lefties against uh, St. Louis. Um, I, not something that is profitable. <laughs> um, when Paul Goldschmidt's hitting 500 against lefties on the year, 
Um, George Kirby, you know, I think we've seen a lot of upside from Kirby. I think you can go there, but 9,200 doesn't feel like a price that, you know, you have to touch. And I think that's mainly due to a couple guys in the 8K, 8K tier range. Um, I think Tyler Molly stands out the most of this tier, $8,500 against the lowly angels. And I actually have, and I'm going to say it, I've actually been a little intrigued by Corey Kluber lately. Um, I guess, what's your take on both those guys? On FanDuel, Kluber 9K, Molly is 9K as well. Both guys 9K on FanDuel as well. Well, with Kluber, I mean, great start <laughs> at, at Detroit. Uh, no, I mean, great start at, in the trop pitchers park is Cleveland. And I was saying maybe Kluber's, but we've seen, we've seen when Kluber's on, I mean, Kluber's on, but then he went to Detroit, America, and to me, five, five strikeouts, three runs. This that was back to the old kind of to me, the over the hill wash up Kluber that we're kind of become used to. So I'm not on a Kluber, Tyler Molly. I agree with you. I think Molly was a huge pickup for Minnesota. I think he's going to end up being one of the biggest pickups of the season when it's all said and done. Yep. He's going to be against the Angels. I mean, Angels strike out 24.1%. No, that's the lefty. So even probably more against righties, right? 26.9% to righties. Yep. So we've been picking on Angels all year. Molly gets a good game to hit him in the ball, actually. I like that matchup. So, yeah, I'm on Molly. I might go a little bit lower, though. Like Clevenger, but it's also... Well, I guess we got to get down to the lower range, the 6K range. Is anybody else you like in this area? Clevenger. Cle- Clevenger. Um, you're right. The only, the one thing that we have said from day one, and it hasn't changed post-Soto, Bell era, is that Washington just doesn't strike out. Um, 19% K rate against right-handed pitching over the last month. Um, and that's just kind of been what it is, sub-20% all year long. And you know what? If you want to go there to Clevenger, he can miss bats. He yeah. has games where he doesn't miss bats. Um, it's not like Washington's offense is potent, right? So even if he's not striking guys out, he could go seven innings of one run baseball, like two hits, three hits, and, you know, get a win and give you 20 fantasy points. And I think that you're happy with that at seven, eight. But um, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I know it's the Dodgers. But boy, he got the Dodgers. They they hit him hard last week. He he had the clean first inning, but after that, he ran into trouble. And I mean, I know a three run homer came from came from Max Muncy, but he did not look good against the Dodgers. And I I'm expecting Mike Clevenger being the top of that Padres order. I expect a little bit better than that, even against the Dodgers, especially in mid August right now. But he, he now we we expect more from Clevenger. This sent the Clevenger in May that we're gonna baby him along. Um, this is the coming now. Should be the almost aces Padre staff. I don't disagree. Um, good price. I will, it's a good price, and he did have like some cupcake matchups leading into that game. I mean, a three a three game stretch of Arizona, Detroit, Colorado, and that was Colorado um, in San Diego. So not exactly world beating offenses. Uh, I expect the Dodger the Dodgers were a little different probably uh, going up against them. Um, they've also been like they're number one against right-handed pitching and OPS. They're number what three in ISO. They're number one in WOBA. I mean, that's a tough offense, and Washington's not that. So, um, no. seventy-eight hundred. I think we're both in on. What about below Clevenger? Like, 
just we're let's just break down the rest of the position like the rest of any like who if anybody <laughs> there's is a lot of trash here and it's 90 percent trash because to me barrows is trash now My, michael kopech just to me i still believe there's something wrong with him i was gonna say uh, i bet you money kopech garners ownership he will uh just based on the matchup and he will he may do well uh but i still believe if it wasn't the White Sox or Larusa and other teams would have shot him down by now. I still think there's been something wrong with him. I have interest in out of all these guys is JMO, is Jeff Montgomery. Okay. Watched him against. I know it was, it was kind of a, re- a revenge game against the Yankees last week. He pitched really <laughs> well. You know that, and that story goes. That story goes back. I mean, JMO. There was a lot of hard feelings when he got traded. Uh, yep. His what his fiance was just ending. I think her residency uh to become her for her med school degree and she was just ending it and like you know they're saying that the eggs did not have to they did not have to trade them they could have done at the end of the season um you know he's been a yankee for a long time and would they get harrison botter oh he's got that bulky foot but he might not even get to a big league game before yeah they said september yeah yeah at best so I think J-Mo right now is rolling with a chip on his shoulder looked really well last week against the Yankees now he's going against a Milwaukee team. Uh, right now, twenty four point eight percent K rate on the season against lefties. Uh, one twenty WRC plus, one thirty five ISO. I like JMO in this spot. I'm not using JMO in cash, but I like JMO in this spot at Bush Stadium, Pitchers Park. Yep. Against the Brewers, especially at the price six eight hundred dollars. Can I can I double down on that for you? Um. You so you mentioned for the year. 24% carry right for Milwaukee. Yeah, could you could you guess what Milwaukee without looking? Could you guess what Milwaukee's K rate is against lefties over the last month? 26.8. They are a they are at a league leading 30% over the last month. Um, so just doubling down on your point, uh this is a great spot. They're Milwaukee in that same span against lefties. 27th in OPS, 29th in ISO, 27th in WOBA. I mean, the writing's on the wall. This guy is has no business being $6,800. None. Zero. I like the spot even more. Love the price. Um, Domingo so think- Germain is the only, the only other one. Domingo Germain, I think, was he looked really, he looked really well last Saturday oh. against the Cardinals. He did hit the loss. He only slid, he up the one run the first inning. It was the Montgomery game. He lost this. He yeah, lost the, the Montgomery game. And but still, I mean, this, this there's a reason Jermon's only six four. Also, when he got a what five oh nine ERA, one point fifty three WHIP, thirteen strikeouts, seventeen innings. But I still think Jermon is trending in the right direction. It is Fenway Hitters Park, GPP only. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jermon came out with like twenty one DK fantasy points because to me, Boston's packed it in. I mean, if he gets twenty one, like you are. You are in a good spot to win a tournament if you get 21 oh, fantasy points out of Domingo F- Herman. No, you're, you're right because even St. Louis tweeted 12.9, Mets 16.3. He had a bad game against the Mets there. Seattle got hit around a little bit. Um, I know. I just, it's more of a gut feeling with Jermon, uh, but he was the only guy I would go below that. Is there some trash down here, man? There's guys that brace potions should not be in a league. Nope. I agree. Look, I agree on an extent with Herman. The thing that I was, interested in 
was uh, strikeout props against Boston in that Atlanta series. Kyle Wright, uh, Morton, um, Boston over the last month. Nobody has struck out more than them against right-handed pitching. 27.5%. To your point that they're they're kind of, you know, they've kind of shipped their season. Uh, they're also injured, man. Like, to, to their credit, I mean, they were without Devers for a while. Uh, Story's been on the IL forever. It feels like Kike's been out for a while. Martinez was had the, I think he had the back. And then, like, since then, he's just been dreadful. Um, no power. Bogarts doesn't hit for power anymore. I don't, I don't know what's going. Tommy Pham is their best power hitter right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I do think Domingo Herman is interesting, um, in tournaments. I still think just based on the numbers that you just kind of put me in the rabbit hole that I just went down with Jordan <laughs> Montgomery, I'm like really, really, really interested there. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I, under, I think, Kopik probably draws the ownership, mm-hmm. um, but I honestly prefer Montgomery and Herman. Th- it just feels like there's more upside than uh, Kopik. Um, nothing else, right? I, I don't know. And the other thing about German, he Herman, he gave up seven runs in his first seven point two innings, first two starts. But then now, and he's kept it down to three runs across ten innings his last two. So and we know Herman's a talented pitcher. Is not he's not some scrub down here like an Adam Oler. Daniel Norris, Bryce Wilson. He's right. not he's a better caliber pitcher than that. Uh don't be playing him in cash. But I think you know, if you're multi-entering, you're making four or five lineups. I had no I had no problem throwing like a Max German together or a Rodon German together. Herman, okay. Herman, sorry. Herman, it's okay. <laughs> no, don't the I work I work with John, dude. Uh you know, I work with John every day. He can't he and I'm a Yankee fan. I still he, can't <laughs> He he cannot he cannot pronounce a name right. For the I got I got kicked out of John's yesterday. What was that? Pepoit? Oh yeah, uh, Pepio. That's what yeah, I Pepio. <laughs> that's uh that's exactly what I was calling him too when I heard John calling it. Yeah yeah. Pepo- John 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 went with three different names I think, and none of <laughs> none of them were Pepio. Uh, uh, that was a good one. Uh, let's shift over to catcher. Um, Yes, where we're not paying fifty two hundred for JT Romuto against Scherzer, um, but what do you think of WD Ooh. Smith? But what do you think of WD Smith here at the top tier? Um, hey, w- that's what he wants to be called. That's what he wants to be called. That's what we're gonna cater to to you know his his name desire. Uh, what do you think of WD Smith against Daniel Lynch? I think WD's actually in one of the better spots on the slate. Agreed. Um, of course, now my stats aren't pulling up. So it's um, righty lefty. I, I I love playing Smith on on the righty righty matchup. So of course I'll play him on a on the on a righty lefty. Uh, Lynch is we've seen Lynch do do decent. Yep. But um, Lynch can also be can definitely also be a gas can too. Uh, so I um, Smith's your top play. Salby against Gonsolin. I get too much respect for Gonsolin. Yep. Same thing. Same thing with Melendez. Boy, Melendez has been. Doing real well for me. Yeah, it? home run, home run, home run, home run, home run, home run. Guy has a yeah. kid has a lot of power. Like yeah, and he he came out. I just came out of nowhere. I mean, this guy's that follow baseball knew him, but you know, if a casual fan didn't didn't know right. him, Jay Melendez in April, so uh, it's Smith. Uh, then you get down to um, my man Kirk. Kirk's I'm hearing Kirk's only four four against Quantrill. So you paying four four or five for I think. 
Kirk's back hitting again a little bit too. He had a little bit of a slump there, but he's back hitting the ball. Yeah, and uh, Quantrill been a little bit of a reverse splits guy this year, uh, right? He's definitely have a better average against them, slightly okay. better OPS, slightly better WOBA, 328 WOBA. Um, so I agree. Smith does hit lefties really hard over a 400 WOBA this year, but Kirk, to your point, has hit righties extremely well. 380 WOBA, 380 10, of Woba. His, yeah, 10 of his home runs. Um, so what? A, now we're right in the same era. In the same, now we're all of a sudden, we got to start putting. Um, Adley Rushman in the same category, yeah. 398 Woba on a split against Corey Klubot. So <laughs> I think, honestly, right now, I may lean the Oriole, the big prospect over Kirk. I mean, Kirk seems he never strikes out. He always gets on base. Yep. But, man, this Rushman is really two for four, two for two, one for three. This would catch a couple good spots. I mean, tomorrow night, really. I don't. I don't think we got. We don't. We don't have to pay up for Will Smith. Yeah, I don't think we. I think. I think the pay up is viable if you're running like a Dodger stack. I think Will oh, Smith is a, yeah. is a is definitely a key component of that. Um, cash games, I'm fine with Kirk. I'm fine with Rutschman. The thing about Rutschman too is he hits left or he hits righties extremely hard. Um, he's done like all of his damage this year against right-handed pitching all five of his home runs have come against righties he's hitting 295 against righties 398 woba as well against right-handed pitching so um yeah i'm with you on kirk i'm with you on rutschman um where else are we going what about, i guess what's your feelings on i know we're both of us are big carson kelly guys mm-hmm. uh, but also i'd rather we i would rather be facing a lefty lefty 100 percent um, and Kelly also the last course series Kelly was like 2k so now that Kelly's 36 uh you see he's I mean I still think he's a play in in deep in you know in snake stacks definitely um but he's 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 out of the cast conversation right three six I guess righty gets <sighs> I don't know Sensitella, um, uh, I I don't I don't think he's out of the cash conversation because it's course right and I think. I think when you're having a conversation about cash games, you have to, that's where you start, right? Um, you're starting with Scherzer and then you're going right to course. That's like basically what you're doing. Obviously we want it. If he was like the Yachty price, that would be better, right? Like that. Um, just looking at Carson. So Carson Kelly career at Coors Field, 16 games for his career. Okay, Pete, 292 average. 404 on base, 625 slug, over a thousand OPS, has five bombs in course. Yeah, he likes course, huh? He's he's comfortable in course, man. And I'm not saying like that's the only thing that matters, but he has had, you know, since July, he has been really good, except for a little stretch here. Um he has been really good. The power seemingly came back, and it's not like Sensatella is good against right-handed bats. He's bad against no. everybody. Um, yeah, so, a, and I know it's, well. a, and you're mainly talking price point here and I'm not against, like, I'm, I'm with you in terms like 3,600 is definitely up there for him. Um, but I think if you can make it work, I think he's viable all formats because I think it would, also let's, let's just go below him. Right. Right. right one more, one more guy. Yeah. Grandel, he's been good since coming back. Uh, I'll say he that he he's been he's been fairly good. Uh, we've had multi-hit games, which he just yeah. didn't see earlier in the year. Uh, for his last eight, 
Yeah, five of his last eight. Um, I think I that's fine. Too. But but where do you go? And here's here's my cash talk. Outside of Jose Trevino, and I, you know, if you want to play Jose Trevino against righties, been obviously better against lefties. Where else do you go in cash? Below the um, below the Kelly Grandel uh, cat like spot. There really is anybody unless you know. I I usually wait for lineups to come out and see if somebody's popped up like you know bat right. seventh, you know two K. But no, there really isn't. Raleigh Evans is playing is against Kevin against Clevenger. You said I dig Torino against Eovaldi. No, um. So this is, uh, but I do like catcher in that in that yep. range. I, I Grindall and up. This might yep. be a night where you actually, we actually pay up for catcher. Of uh, one night we're actually going going to your slate saying, you know what, I'm going to pay at least thirty three hundred <laughs> for catcher, which is weird because I don't usually do that, but. I think that there we have some guys in some decent spots. And, and starting with Grindel, I kind of like that Grindel spot. Let's uh, move over to first, um, yeah. where we have three guys over 6K. Uh, we have an entire page full of guys over 5K. Um, so talk to me about this 6K or this 5K and up tier. Um, who do you like? Who do you do- who are we avoiding? Who's your cash game option up here? Wow, yeah, there's not I mean six four is a lot to pay for is a lot to pay for Goldie. I mean he's he's not in cores now. I mean right. I, I think he's it's, it's he's deserving of the price, definitely. But when you when you got guys like Max and Rodon pitching, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna afford Goldie. No. So uh Jose Abreu, uh four fifty five BBP. Well, he's down a little bit though, right? So I, I I can't see myself paying for a Goldie Otani or even Alonzo when I'm when I got a Max Rodon going or even maybe a J Mo. I just think these guys are more GBP plays. I'm probably gonna find myself more in the range. I'm seeing some decent BBPs that are Brayu, Anthony Rizzo hits Evaldi really well. Christian mm. Walker hits a t- Christian Walker's 13 for 20. That's a decent BBP, 13 for 25. That's a 520 batting average. Holy against Sensatella. So Christian Walker, I'm assuming we're not going to be the only ones to know this BBP. <laughs> Walker's probably going to be the play, and he's priced on a course at 4100. So these these higher priced guys are all GBP plays. Okay. I like the to me I like the Brayu. I like Anthony Rizzo once he evolved, but I certainly like Christian Walker. Um, BBP day. Chrome like Chrome hits Davies, four for ten. I mean that's not a big one, but um, you got you got to like that um, you got to like that Christian Walker. Crushes yeah. Sensatella. Yeah, that is a, and I and we've we talked about this before we went on air. I don't think either of us have always been like massive BVP guys. I know no. that you've definitely gotten into it more. I mean, I see it in your shows and and when you come on here, like you're, I have you're actively year, yeah you're actively talking about it. And when you see a a number like that, you take note. Like even if you're not into BVP, like that's notable like he owns that player like that is you know you got it he's got your number dude just is what it is um sensatella has been crushed against right-handed bats this year too so um i'm with you cj crone i i have a lot of interest in this year against righties and cores he's been uh amazing was so. today a rest day for crone um yeah he hit that triple last night and or on tuesday was it tuesday night he hit the triple no wednesday night he hit the yeah, triple he's got a five game history you know yeah, he hit the triple and 
they're said he's been dealing with a like a ham a slight hamstring that he's playing through, uh, and he kind of grimaced on the triple. So I think he's okay. you know I think it's was one of those things where it's like okay it's a day a day game after a night game. Probably not feeling too good after having to leg out a triple. I'm gonna get, give him a day off today. So I think it's I think he should be back in the lineup, um, barring the hamstrings. Okay, but he's. You know, for a guy who's been notoriously good against lefties, 16 home runs, 386 Woba against righties this year. Um, pretty, pretty good. And I and I agree with Christian Walker, but I'm, you know, just throwing out the, the other side of that game. Um, let's go down a little bit around that Christian Walker uh, tier. Andrew Vaughn, 4,200, he's hit lefties well. Um, yeah. And he's really seeing the ball well right now, 368 over his last 10. Um, Luke Voigt does all his damage against righties. What do you think of this like uh, tier around Christian Walker? Darren Ruff. Darren Ruff's a plat, a platoon expert platoon yep. player. Yep, he, lefty, he, he, lefty extraordinaire. Exactly. He goes back. He's what you call a platoon player. Uh, I played him. I, he did really well for me there night. So I, I played him in the, in the Mets win. So I think Ruff's in play. Uh, Russ had my favorite in that, in that area. Seth Brown gets Garcia, so I respect Garcia too much. Derek Hall gets Scherzer. Uh, Miranda, uh, this Miranda kid just continues to to crush. I mean, I guess he's come back to earth a little bit, but he had a couple hits against the Dodgers uh, <laughs> yesterday, so I guess, you know, just two singles. But Jose Miranda's flew under the radar all season, and he's always a good play. And a kid I wrote up today for the fantasy alarm spotlight uh, for the for the Rockies. He actually played first base today when Crone took the rest. Uh, Montero, mm-hmm. and is he still first base eligible today? He was first, yep, first and third. Yeah, first and, and third. I dug in a lot on him. No, he, no, he's the kid that came up came up with the Cardinals. He was a number six prospect, and then he lost the year two thousand nineteen, then lost two thousand twenty because of COVID. Kind of like. Totally fell on the radar. Then got traded for Arenado in that big deal. Yep. And so that trade, he's he crushed in Hartford, crushed in Albuquerque, came up and oh for today though. He's a, he was an eight eight or nine game hit streak. I think he had over. Yeah, it was a nine game. It was a nine game hitting streak and five straight multi hit. Multi. This is a, right, and this is a good young, another good young hitter that a lot of people never heard of. Um, but I think he's definitely if you're playing season long, I think he's a good pickup. Because they're going to give him a chance to prove himself the next two months. He play playing the corner positions. He's going to play almost every day or DA. So good pickup for fans for a season long. I think he if he gets in a spot. It's ready, ready, but um, it's course. So I think he's a sneaky little play also. Yeah, and uh, the Rockies broadcast was talking about him the other night, um, and he's they're just playing him over Connor Joe right now. Connor Joe's been terrible, and yeah, Montero's hitting, and that's. Just, why not just keep playing the kid that you traded your franchise player for, right? Um, he's been doing well. He's, and he's been doing well, no doubt. He's a tough hitter. Um, I, I, I saw Greg Bird's name pop up on, on DK. Remember Greg Bird? Yeah, he's shout still, out. He still comes up on, on the DK, on the roster DK. Yeah, he the, he was back with the Yankees, and then they uh, released him. They released him. Uh, not too long ago, yeah. Um, shout out, same thing with Ronald Guzman. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. He is trying to pitch for the Yankees now, so. Um, wow, who's the hitter? Yep, he is in the Yankees system. He's a Yankee, yeah, from the Rangers. Yep, he's a Yankees uh, two-way really? player. Yeah, 
trying to two-way. Um, shout out to uh, Greg Bird and Ronald Guzman. Ronald uh, Guzman, really? Okay. Um, thoughts on past. Thoughts on uh, thoughts on uh, talk about blast and pass. Talk $2,100. Yeah, $2,100. Albert Pujols against the lefty. Any interest? Or we can move on. No, he was. He, I saw he had a big old base today. Perhaps his last at bat in court, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, yep. Big game yesterday. Good to see because you know he's a hero. He's a, he's a he's a star, Hall of Famer. Uh, so I'm glad to see him get that. Uh, no, like I said, unless you want to run <laughs> against Sandoval, I still I can't believe Timmy Beckham is still playing former number one pick. Yep, former number one overall pick, former number one prospect. Then I played, I played single A years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, same. Um. Uh, I'll throw one more name at you just because it's coarse. And you could just one word answer. Okay. Yes or no? Seth Beer. No. Let's move on to second base uh, where <laughs> Jose Altuve tops the list, followed by Brandon Lau and DJ LeMahieu. That's our 5K and over tier. Um, any interest in Altuve versus Oler, Lau versus um, uh, Voff, and LeMahieu versus Ivaldi? Always, always an interest in Altuve, but if if he had the split, I would. You know, he's got crazy. Yeah, the lefty splits. Yeah, awesome, right. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Lau, boss already, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely Brandon Lau. Now Lau's up to five three though, but still, anytime Brandon Lau's against already, he's in play. DJ's been playing well. Uh, you know who, who probably is my top play. Brandon Rodgers. Brandon Rodgers. Brandon yeah. Rodgers has become one of the best, and not even in Corzo. They're one of the best second basemen in baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's – and let's – I mean, let's face it. He has definitely enjoyed his uh, his oh. home cooking there in Colorado. <laughs> uh, 327 average, 918 OPS, 10 of his 11 home runs at home. So so what's what's his average on the road? Was, I thought he I thought he had a, a – didn't he just come off a couple good series on the road? Two, 239. All right. So um, I take that back. You know who it is? You know who it is? And it's mind blowing. It's Jose Iglesias. When we get to shortstop, we'll He's talk about. It. Yep. We'll I, talk I, about I, his I split. Yep. His split is crazy, and it makes you think if he might win a batting title if he could actually hit at home. Um, but the rest of the second position, I'm with you. I think Rogers is in play. I think Cattell Marte also in play. 4800 in course. Um, He's yep. better. He's better from the right side of the plate, um, but still in play. 4800. Uh, but what about the rest of the position? I don't think we're going to play too much Jeff McNeil on the lefty-lefty. I don't think no. we're going to play too much Gorman, you know, lefty-lefty. What about the, you know, the rest of the 4K position? Uh, 4K mean, not, not Flores, ready-ready. I'll play Wilmer in a second against the lefty. Same. Uh, Gavin, well, Gavin Lux is the lefty, right? So Gavin, no, but yeah. it's still Daniel Lynch, so Gavin loves to handle Lynch. Uh, Marcus Semien has dropped a bit, right? So, yeah, that price is weird. That's a... Strange price. What was his? What was his price today? His, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm he was, was he was like forty three hundred. So, and Semyon's and he homered two and two of his last threes hit home yeah, runs. Yeah, so and he he's he's a streaky streaky hitter. So I don't mind Semyon at that price at all. Not nope. really tournaments only, but yeah, hundred percent. Well, yeah, I would say to, yeah, tournaments only. Which, I know, I know you want to say Luis Rangifo, so just say it already. That, well, we, now that we're down here, Luis <laughs> Ren, now I've even got his pronunciation right. Luis Rangifo, this kid's a stud, man. He's become one of my favorite players in the league. 
He's up. He's up there with Wilmer and these guys. But favorite player in the league because he's won you money. He has too lately. <laughs> he, he he had a bomb. He just had a bomb the other night, and um, that was against Oakland, right? It was against Oakland in the Coliseum, so yep. Pitcher Park. Um, that whole series he did really well. He had two for four the first game. He's come out of nowhere. This kid always, you know, been hitting up in the order most of the season or in the middle of the order, and just keeps on producing. So, we you know we do like Molly, but I have Rangifo at three. I think his price is actually yeah, his price has gone down at three nine because it was four zero, four two, four one. So this is the lowest Rangifo's been since two weeks, almost two weeks. So Rangifo's in play against Molly. Um. Yep. Freddie's kind of come back to come back to earth, huh? Who? Isaac Paredes, he's kind of oh uh, yeah oh dude he had that torrid stretch and then never did anything else. Um, anyone else? Come I, on, I maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't hate that. I don't. I, I like. I mean, I like it. The fact that it's in Toronto. Um, Alberto. He gets hands are against the lefty. Yep, that's yep. a great call. He's been it used to be an automatic play. Yeah, they used night. to. Be, yeah, I agree. That used to be the auto play. Um. What about I, Rojo Door, who's got a decent BBP? Eight, he's another one, eight for. I, I and I see like over fifteen at bats. I look eight for nineteen against against Kluber, four twenty one. Uh, now once again, GBP play for stacking Orioles, but yeah, Rojo, Rojo winning some money now and then. It is one hundred percent a play where you are full stacking, and that is he'll, he'll strike you out. Are, four you are not playing him. As a one-off, you are not playing him in cash. It is a full-stack play only. Uh, but he's yeah. 2K, so you can get worse than uh, a, home, a Rogue Neto door one for five with a home run, right? <laughs> uh, he's a bad hitter is, is Josh Van Meter. He just he needs. Oh, uh, dude, he's terrible. He and I, it's funny to me. Uh, speaking of him, like everywhere he's ever been, they put him in like the most opportunistic. Yeah. Position sure in the lineup, First, and second. he's just never. I, be, I owned in all these slates too. Oh, dude, yep. he just never produces. Uh, yeah, I, I never play him. I never play him ever. No, I, I don't know. care. I don't and you'll see him 40 50 percent owned sometimes too, when, he's, <laughs> when he's leading off, you know, in Arizona and stuff. And he's in Pittsburgh now, right? Yep, yep. Um, let's go over to the best position on the board, at least lately. I feel like it's very, it's very challenging when you arrive at third base. To just pick between these guys because, like, Arenado's hitting everything right now, probably having the best year of his career. Yep. Um, home runs in three or four as well. You have Jose Ramirez, who, yes, has fallen off, but is, you know, uh, a game away from having two home runs and a stolen base. Rafael Devers is one of the three best left handed bats in baseball. Brandon Jury just doesn't matter if he's in um, Cincinnati. He just keeps hitting. I don't care. You laugh, but Brandon Jury keeps doing it. Yeah. He should have. He should I'm, have I'm more home runs. Him, I really am. He should he have more home runs. He had that grand slam robbed from him uh, in his first series there in San Diego. Uh, Machado showing signs of life here. Yeah, off the other night. He had a grand slam his first game, right? Yeah. Who Machado? No. Oh, Jury. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um. I mean, dude, the, the position is loaded. Bregman, Homer today, he's looked Bregman good against right. Hit, hitting much better. Yep, hitting much better. Like, give me your give me your breakdown on um of this 
Give me a breakdown on this position in general, like yeah. the, above Bregman. Bregman. The Braves are playing earlier. They must be playing earlier then because it, this is going to be hard for you because I've been playing Austin Riley every night. <laughs> I've been playing Austin Riley every night for like two weeks. Yeah, 640. Other... Them and the, Mar- the Marlins is a, is a 640. Yeah, yeah it's, that's why I hate this Marlins 640 because I like to play Alcantara. You never get a chance to play Alcantara either. But um, oh, so still with no Riley. Um, I, I love the Bregman price because I think Bregman is finally starting. To, I've done a lot of digging in on, on Bregman, too. He's finally starting to show. Uh, I wonder if it's the wrist. I wonder if the wrist is finally. I mean, he's still not the, not the Bregman of 2018. Yep. But um, decent price. I think Machado's in a good price. I'm not paying 6K for Arenado when it's a Max Rodon slate, even though right. I just got a big seven's best year. The J-Ram. I, I, I played J. Graham and Cash like a fool. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit. <laughs> and he, he, I think he was over maybe at a walk. Devers, I like, I, once again, I like Germano. So I, I'm, I'm probably going down to like a Machado Bregman as my top two. And then we go a little bit down more. And Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman is, you know, he's, he's second in Blue Jays in home runs right now. It doesn't surprise me um, because John and I are constantly pumping him because nobody like when you talk about the blue jays i mean it's like seven or eight guys before you even mention his oh, name that, right yep. especially when he had the slow start to the season too yeah true and then he goes on this tear he's always the forgotten man in the blue jay stack always um, and he's that's that'll be the day too he has a home runner too so um gino suarez gets the gas can he gets crucial is that so? I see something Wait, now. I'm seeing Sabors. I now I'm seeing Sabors. So who? Yeah, an opener. So the Texas. It looks like they're gonna go with an opener here. Um, and it looks like Sabors. Yeah, they've officially announced him as the starter as of nine twenty-two uh, Thursday. Kushal has no business even being in um major leagues right now. So yeah, no, he's uh he's dude. Oh, poor guy. Um, I don't know how he's still getting jobs either. It's like, how does, like, so they must be the nicest humans, him and Patrick Corbin, because there's just no reason that either of them uh, <laughs> are still pitching. Um, so Saboris has been terrible, but he looks like he's just going to throw two innings. They're saying Taylor Hearn uh, could be available for, for multiple innings here. Um, he's expected to be their long reliever in this one, who we've seen start a whole bunch, but he's been... Basically pitching out of the bullpen exclusively lately. Uh, it looks like he's going to follow, but he's bad. Yeah, man. Um, maybe a sneaky Mariner snack. Um, yeah, so- de- definitely agree. You know who's Ryan McMahon starting to hit finally? Yep. yep. And Zach Davies, four or five cores. I mean, he's, I'm looking at his, looking at his logs right now 14, 5, 27, 21. Seem like every other game seems like um zero 29 15 so three homers last five like four last six or seven i've I needed like, this i've my fsga team pete has been waiting for this all year long there <laughs> i've needed this so badly um uh and yeah just uh adding to the uh the league leading home run totals that i have in fsga but you know Who's, I think you know, he may. I think he may be your top third baseman. Of course, I honestly do. Um, so in in cash, I agree. Um, I'm kind of with you on this Bregman thing. I'm looking up Adam Oler right now. 
And man, it is a sight to behold, Adam Oler. Uh, 2.03 home runs per nines to righty, to righty bats. 3.18 to lefties. Uh, can't wait till we get to Jordan. Um, I mean, 580 slug to righties, 403 Woba. Oh, this guy's going to get hammered. Um, so I, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, and you know who I've been? I've been screaming this from the rooftops, Pete, and I want to get your take because you're a Yankees fan as well. Josh Donaldson is a add Josh Donaldson to the long list of players that cannot hit in front of his home fans. He chokes. Um, and the splits this year are drastic. Uh, he's hitting 170 at Yankee Stadium. He's hitting 270 on the road. He has he's a not high on the road. Okay. Because he had to be Seattle there. Yep. 272 slugging at home. 497 on the road, 837 OPS on the road. He said nine of his 11 home runs um, away from Yankee Stadium. He can't play there. He can't. And it, it happens. You and I both oh, run the oh, Yankees. It, it, definitely, it definitely happens in Yankee Stadium. And we have long, we, there is a long history of players coming to the Yankees and folding like a lawn chair. It just happens, right? The pressure. Uh, I mean, and that, I always say you got to give you know, you got to give more than a year. Uh, but Donaldson's not a young a young puppy. Anymore. He doesn't have it. He does no, not have a he, year. He got too many years, too many years left. But um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the splits now, and yeah, that's a big slugging 272 at the stadium. 272. I heard the OPS. Once, yeah. Look, so again, I'm not like I'm never gonna be like. Live so we by play, the we play at Fenway. It's a it's a pretty cheap price. Yep. I mean. Four for 15, two home runs, too, and BVPs taking a volley deep twice. Um, again, I'm not going to live and die by the sword of, like, home and away splits. But when you're hitting 100 points better and your slugging percentage is 300 points better on the road, there's something going on, right? Like, there's just something going on there. So Josh Donaldson has never struck me as a type of guy that would let – this is the dude that played in Vikings. <laughs> True. I mean, they'll let, they'll let that stuff get to him. But once again, mental's mental. And you can't, when you look at numbers like that, you can't deny the numbers. And they're right, right there. And then we have a, almost a full season here. Full season is not going to change now. Right. So good call. Very good call. Because it's something else I just learned from you tonight. Um, I'll keep that in mind, though, as we move on the rest of the season. Because obviously Josh Donaldson sucks at Yankee Stadium. He just, it's just one of those things. Mental midget at home, you know. Um what do we got under? Talk to me about under four, uh, sub four K. What do we yeah, got? Not, uh, <laughs> you can play your boy. You can play your boy Ring Gifo over Gifo here. Ringifo is right there. He said he could play. He's three nine. I like him. I like him sub four K. Keep. Uh, no, he's going against Rodone. Uh, How about some Oledmus Diaz here against Adam Oler? He's a, he's another one. He he flies right on the radar every damn day, and it comes to right. So yep, definitely play Diaz. I think that's a. I think. Playing Houston is tricky because you can't really afford them, especially when Kyle Tucker was like over 5K as well. Because uh, if you want to play Altuve and Jordan, I mean, that's one fifth of your salary gone, right? Like, literally, one fifth of your salary is tied up between Jordan. Playing a Ledmus and like Mancini are like guys that I've, since Mancini's been traded, guys that have been playing a lot of in my Houston stacks um, to make sure I'm getting the Altuve's and the Jordan Alvarez's of the world. 
Yeah, and I, I think Diaz is definitely a player. I'm in love with Ch- I'm, I'm in love with Chaz McCormick. Be every Dusty would ever play him normally. True. True. Um, and the platoons when you get to the outfield, but definitely um Diaz, Altuve. These guys well, they've all earned their salaries though. Guys like Altuve and um yep. now Bregman will be five fifty five hundred before you know it. But yep. um Diaz, that's a nice call on Diaz because he's in a pretty much he's in a smash spot right now. Uh, I, I got, I got two Go more for you. I got two more for you. Already, JD Davis, JD Davis, but and it's... Emmanuel Rivera, who homered today, going into cores, two thousand dollars. That's Emmanuel Rivera. Look, this is your route. Here is your route to spending up Scherzer Rodon. You play someone like Emmanuel Rivera in Coors Field, $2,000. He hits second. They're moving this kid up the lineup. They got this him on a good hit streak, too, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's on, he's on a little hitting streak right now. So, five five games, two of which he's homered. He has three doubles over that span. Um, I mean, hey. Again, with no Austin Riley, I don't have a must play at third either. So, uh, that could be our that could be our two K call because you, you you need at least one two K player, especially at a cores Max or don't because I really do want to get Max or don't together. Agreed. I don't want to worry about JMO, you know, and my cash. Yeah, I'll definitely play JMO and GPs, but I think that's a good call. And that that was one of our we probably find an outfielder, but that's one of our keys right there is Ramirez. Yeah, pencil. I probably lock rock him in right now because I play Austin Raleigh. If not, I'll go down somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, you, you flip. You were like, you started at uh, Bregman, and then you went to Chapman, and then you went to McMahon, and then that's how it, you know. Yeah. That's how you know. It's like, uh, yep. you know, I could play any of these guys, but then you get to Rivera, and you're like, well, he's two thousand dollars in core is probably hitting somewhere in a in a prime spot. Order. Yeah, against um, a gas pitcher. So yeah, I think I think he he should. I would Rivera, and then Ryan McMahon, and then I probably would go down to one of these like. Chapman's like Machado. I don't. I don't think we got a pip tomorrow. Right? I don't think it's pip at all. Agreed. And I don't. I think the same is going to be said at the shortstop position. Um, I do like myself some Francisco Lindor against lefties. Always have. Always will. Um, but I will not pay sixty three hundred dollars for Lindor. Um, I. I, I just no. don't think you can get there. That's. I mean, that's Aaron Judge territory, and I would never pay up a Judge beat. Wasn't on one of these streaks, so right. absolutely not. Um, Same thing. I mean, you could play Turner and Dodger stack, but I don't play. I don't trade. I don't play Trey much anymore either. It's really, it's I, too expensive. I mean, it's it's that. yeah, and like the numbers look really good this year. Like, there's nothing wrong with Trey Turner. I mean, he's about to be a 2020 guy. There's sure, like no, 20. He could be end of year. He could be 25, 30, right? And you're like, holy crap! Like, what a season. But like, he's never under fifty five hundred. It's just too hard to get there. Definitely not paying fifty four for Adames. Uh, he's better against righties anyway. He's better at home anyway. Um, not paying fifty one for Xander. There's just no power, no pop this year. All Ooh, doubles. He's, he's sitting three fifty three off of Herman. Ooh, okay, okay. Seventeen six for seventeen with, with a homer. But once again, he's lacking the power. So you drop you, you drop twenty dollars. We get Corey Seager against against Kirby lefty righty. Seager's a left is a righty crusher. Uh, if Bogarts um, wasn't fifty one hundred, I'd be more yeah. interested. But like that price, 
does not warrant any. It does not like you go two for five with two singles. Yep. And yeah. in yeah. real baseball, that's a good day, right? Like he's hitting. That's a four hundred day. If he gets to six points at five one, we are disappointed. But now you drop a little bit lower. I see. I mean, I would have been all over Timmy Anderson, of course, against the lefties. I, I'll play Timmy Anderson every single day against. Oh, lefties. I see. I see. Uh, who we're going. I see where we're going. We're going a big bad bow yep. at four yep, five. Forty five. Yeah, bow knows baseball game. Yep, bow knows baseball. I agree. Bo Bichette, you're locked right there. Yep. Um, just lock him in. He's gonna be. He, I'll lock Bo in, and I'll lock uh, Iglesias. They're very kit third base. And we move on to the to, honestly to me in the alphabet. And well, you don't want to dismiss Jose, uh, Jose Iglesias either nope. because nope. I I really really become to really like this kid. Look, look at his logs. He's always he's pretty much always giving double digits. And now he gets last three at cores. Um, great spot against Davies who sucks. So okay, so who are you playing Iglesias or Bo? Um. I think I, in, I mean, in tournaments is 100% Bichette. Yeah. Um, in cash. Iglesias, been, he's been solid. I probably lean Iglesias in cash. Um, you save a couple hundred dollars. Not that that matters because it's just $300. Um, but, I mean, this is the guy threatening for a batting title right now. Uh, if Goldschmidt hits a rut, I mean, and if Iglesias keeps hitting, I mean, who's to say he doesn't win a batting title? Um, I mean, he just rarely gives you a bad game, fantasy-wise. Agree. And it's in course. So um, I think it's close in cash. I don't think it's all that close in tournaments because I don't think Iglesias has. I mean, he yeah, let's face it, he just right doesn't now. have what Bo has. He doesn't have the double-dong upside. Um, so definitely. I think, I, I think we can put together a redone max lineup i really do yeah no i do, i do too um and we have when we get the outfield we're gonna rattle off a bunch of uh cheap guys there um um any sub 4k like De, uh, paul de young i think has i mean the guy listen <laughs> i said this the other night all but two of his hits since the <laughs> since his return are for extra basis. Yep. Like it is the epitome of all or nothing right now. Paul DeYoung is all or he is nothing. So he's facing him. He's placing Eric Lauer. Uh, I mean, decent. I guess a decent matchup. But Lauer's talented. Um, yeah, but he definitely thirty nine hundred. Yeah, I'll. I, I think I like. I like the Lauer call on that one actually. So I. I here my my thing is um de young has been good against lefties this year and a very limited sample and i think things could spiral here for lauer if he doesn't get arenado and goldie out oh, whoa yeah <laughs> so um de young in a, in a cardinal stack i think it's fine um but i i listen and another thing, like I won't play Geraldo Perdomo. Like you guys can play Geraldo per- Perdomo all you want, just because he's in course. I don't feel like I need to, and I don't feel like he's going to cost me money. I don't know if you think differently, no, but you, you still have to make contact with the ball. You still have to have the muscle to get it out of the infield. You know what I mean? So no, I agree. I would... Like there has been, he has been slightly better, right? Like slightly in the month of August, he has 
actually had decent games. But I am, like, it's a 10-game sample versus an entire season of him being bad. Like, maybe he makes your player pool, um, but I'm happy for you if he does, because... Uh, let me know what well, let me know what tournaments you guys are in when uh, <laughs> you got Perl, uh Perdomo in there. Um, anyone else? Are you ready to move on outfield? No, um, I'm ready to. I was looking at Dylan Moore against Kushal, but uh, it was DK so was Kushal it? But no, let's move on to um, let's move on to the outfield. Um, at the outfield, uh, at the top of the position, we have Aaron Judge. $6,500 against Nathan Navaldi. Shohei Otani, already mentioned. Um, let's just let's just do this. Uh, who are your favorite two players um, over 5K in the outfield? Favorite two players over 5K. Um, I'll always play Judge, 65. Uh, no, I probably can't. Not, not in a slate. So... Let's go to if your dong plays, you got to play your dong lefty righty matchup at only at 58, probably. And then, interesting, Luis, Luis Robert. Yeah, he's good. Robert, that kid Robert is broken, dude, he right? Is good. So, yeah, he is good. Um, yeah, we haven't mentioned a lot of White Sox since first base, no, so I guess yeah, they don't right. really have him at L. White. Mm, yeah. And Vaughn is here too at 42. He is outfield eligibility. I think to me, I think Alvarez the play. I, I just can't see play. I mean, Eel Baldy, could he definitely lose one? Of course, in Fenway. Uh, and I've said I've, I've said to myself that many people last week, you gotta play judge every single day. <laughs> you know, I, I, I said you gotta play Aaron Australian judge every single day. But, I mean, dude, this guy uh, is so like right? I don't know. Do you uh... play do you, do you play? Do you play Judge tomorrow? And of course, you like, can. I you mean, can. He doesn't record. I mean, he's like in course every day. I, the guy is a he is a different breed right now. That's the thing. Like, when was his last home run? Okay, no, the last game of Seattle. When was his last home run? Like, every day. He had a little bit of a slump. He hit like three or four games straight. And that was the St. Louis series. And no, then, I saw the. No, I mean, since like his like month of August is like been like a movie since like the all-star break it's just been i mean the guy natural no he i mean you know we're talking about roger maris type numbers this year so i think you can look i think you can play him but you're obviously your sacrifice is either scherzer or or rodan probably Uh, it depends on where it depends on how you're how comfortable you are with like michael kopik as your SP2 or Jordan yeah, Montgomery you as your SP2. You play at the fade judge because the chance of a judge getting 20 or Radon getting 20, I think is more of a, you know, judge can go over four, you know, he's not going to hit home every single game. So I think judge more of a GBP play. So mine's, mine's Alvarez and J-Rod's back, but um, Alvarez and Luis Robert. What does Stanton come back? Um, He's hitting in the cage. Um, but no there's nothing. Yeah, there's okay. nothing specific. Yeah, he's yeah. been hitting in the cage for a couple of days. So, so who am I missing? Who's am I missing? Somebody in his top and his. Five no, I mean up? I think Jordan is the play. I think Judge is the play. Um, you could play Mookie if you're in a Dodger stack. I think that's very yeah. fine. I think never go on Mookie. Yeah. Um, I like Lewis Robert as well, but I don't think there's any. I don't. I think it's good to drop below uh 5K. I think. 
Um, Tyler Naquin's now a four nine player when he was always a two K two two eight player. You know, he's been great, but yeah, we're not playing. We're not playing him against a lefty here. No, um, no. So I love Arizona GPs. Um, okay. I play Arizona a lot, but of course you don't play him in cash. Right. Um, you got. Cedric Mullins is up to Cedric Mullins the last year, but I think he's a good spot against Kluber. They know that he's in the trap, Pitcher Park. Man, I, I think I to me I go I think I go down to Elway. Yeah, Elway, and, and Tucker forty four. Tucker. Yep. Um, what do we know about Corey Abbott? Uh, he allowed seven earned runs and four home runs. Uh, his last start against Philly. Um, and usually I'll dig in some of these guys I don't know much about before I do a show, but I don't know much about Abbott. Um, seven yeah. runs, four home runs. Uh, just throwing that out there. Profar is leading off. Uh, we didn't mention Soto either, uh, mainly because he's 59. But like, if those numbers stand for Corey yeah. Abbott, I mean, he's been up and down four times this year too. Looks like. Could be could be an interesting San Diego spot as well. So Profar forty three hundred. I don't hate that price. Yep. Yeah. He's a, he's a problem. They got him from San Francisco. He'd uh, be calling like three times after that. Yeah. So okay. So um, he's a gas can. <laughs> Moral of the uh, story is we are interested in San Diego. The more and more we do this podcast, anybody knows I'm a huge Jerickson Profar fan too. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Jerks and Profar will be in play. What's what's Jerks and for? I, uh, I like forty three. Yep. So to me, it'd be between Jerks and Jimenez, um, Danny Norris. Norris should be. I I thought he was out of baseball too. So, um, I think Jerks. Like now, now that we'll get we'll get this gas can kid. I think we got to start talking more Padres. We haven't yep. really brought to me Padres yet. Nope, we have not. Um, they're all expensive. That's the only thing. Um, yeah. I will say I don't really expect much from Daniel Norris here in terms of length and longevity in this game. Um, He has been exclusively out of the bullpen this year. Uh, We've gotten more, we've gotten two innings four times this year. Um, That's it. So I don't expect Daniel Norris to be going deep into this game. So um, I'm with you. Uh, I think Jerickson Profar and the Padres make a lot of sense. Uh, What about, you know, 4K or below. Um, I, I don't hate Marcana 4K. I don't hate Mancini. What about 4K. Riley Green, lefty righty against Kopech? I'm a I'm a Green guy. I think same. Possibly. He let he let. I, I think he let today. both of us down big time. But uh, short memory. Alex Thomas, of course. Yeah, Alex Thomas. I am a big Jake McCarthy guy. Um, there you go. Thomas has definitely been better and has shown more upside. McCarthy's a stolen base threat, though. Bunch of stolen bases lately. Um, so I think both of those guys are in play. I think all of Arizona all uh, should McCarthy's be in play. Lefty, he's a lefty batter, too, I believe, right? So um, yep. let me see both of them in the lineup. He actually let off the other day. It was They gave Rojas a day off, so I expect that to not continue. But if, you know, if Rojas wasn't, in the lineup, uh, I expect McCarthy to lead off. So something to, to consider. I mean, Thomas is a better play. He'll hit second. He's been good against right-handed pitching all year long. Um, against righties, Alec Thomas, 338 Woba. Um, yep. Super solid. I think all you know seven what, of his home runs. I kind of got a man crush on now is this Joey Menzies. 
Oh yeah, he's been hitting so many home runs. Yeah, four, four or five, four or five home runs. Eh? What's his yeah, price? Three straight games. He's he's twenty. He's I think he's below three K. Yeah, twenty eight hundred. Yeah, twenty eight hundred. I've been playing him every day like the last three or four games. So I probably it's Clevenger. So, but I'll probably keep playing this kid. He's he's a righty though. Um, if he's in a cleanup spot though, uh, Will Myers just. Cheap. What's Myers been doing? I have he's I mean I know he's nothing. back, right? But nothing. Yeah, nothing. nothing. So Trent Grisham has done more. I used to so like Will Myers in Tampa. I was a big yeah. Will Myers fan. Same. Um number one overall prospect at a time. Uh I think if you're gonna play one of these cheap Padre outfielders, Grisham is the better play. He's been a little better. Yeah, you know, you're right. And we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll get our chance, we'll get our chance to play Luplo this weekend, but not tomorrow. Yep. No, we and mentioned J.D. Yeah. Davis. We've said his name a couple times. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to – I don't know what the Cardinals are going to do with Newt Bar, but he did have a good game two nights ago against a lefty. Two triples uh, against Kyle Freeland. They had him in a leadoff spot today. And they had him in the – and then they followed up with a, a leadoff game for Newt Bar. Yeah. Um, so I guess be on the lookout for where he is in the lineup. Yep. Right. If, I mean, if yep. he's, I mean, I, they've basically exclusively led Dylan Carlson off against lefties. So I expect that to be the case again. Um, but if Newbart does find himself leading off again, I mean, that's, you know, pretty good, pretty good spot there for us. So um, anything, yeah, anything else? Uh, any really any salary players? Um, possibly like of a, Luke really gets if Luke really. I literally just looked at him. Yeah, I just looked at him. Like maybe something like that. Uh, Brett Phillips gets a start against Kluber and in, in Baltimore. I could you know Phillips every now and then. Oh, um, you get Yadi Hernandez. He's a lefty, so Hernandez is always in play when he's when he's facing righties. And it's um, what's Clevenger. So I'm not huge on Clevenger, but I just think I don't know. Uh, that's, got, that's probably that's probably it. I got one, maybe potential if he's leading off. Uh, Luis Luis Gonzalez of the Giants. Um, we haven't talked much about the Giants, and I think it's no, mainly because. No, nah, I don't think so. Um, and I think it's mainly because Oracle. Um, Oracle has weirdly been good for offenses this year. Um, according to the Fantasy Alarm runs per game tool, they're ninth in runs per game, which I find extremely interesting. Um, they have two guys under uh, three outfielders under three K that I guess I would take a look at. Cause Brace Wilson against lefties this year, Pete three fifty nine average a thousand OPS four thirty eight Woba. Those are lefty numbers against him. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski, 2,800 yeah, um, Lamonte Wade, 2,600. And then Luis Gonzalez, 2K. Luis Gonzalez, 338 Woba against right-handed pitching. Um, Levante Wade, 357 Woba against right-handed pitching. Mike Gonzalez Shrem- hasn't been hitting. Wade seems like to me like Wade's been hitting more. It, yeah, I mean, none of them yeah. are. Truthfully, none of them really have, right? Like, none of them Wade have been. good teams as, like, his last five. Yastrzemski, yeah, I'm kind of, like, over him a little bit now, too. But he'll hit a bomb <laughs> every now and then. Beginning as Oakland at the Coliseum. Right. Wade's my call. Wade's my call, these guys. But um, that's a good call. Though. All these cheap guys, you can get 
you can't really go wrong with these giants. I mean, they, they may get pinch hit for up to two or three at bats, but <laughs> at two K. I mean, Bryce Wilson, like again, like we didn't really talk about the Giants. When did Willie Calhoun become a Giant? Um, they did a lot of things. Uh, they have made a lot of. Moves. Where is he even playing for them? He's not even. Is he even playing? I don't. Even think I, he, I only just keep up as two as two K in the outfield. I didn't. I didn't even know he was in the Giants. I knew that. The oh, they traded him um, earlier in the year. I forget what they traded him for. Um, they traded him for something. Oh no, you're you're yep, you're right. And I thought he went down to the minor league, something like that, right? But then I don't. Yep. Know. But um, um, I think they, they I think they down. went to I think they <laughs> went to um, send him down, and he asked for yep, yep. he has to get released or traded. Up. And yep, yep. Right. Um, so I do think the Giants are a little bit interesting. Um, but if that's it, Pete, what is your uh, home run call for Friday? And again, we are not going course. We're going to avoid our home run calls for course, make it a little more challenging. Uh, what's your home run call for Friday? Probably, I know there's somebody I talked about too, and I'm trying to go through the position. I think you're, I think you, I, I should ban you from Schwarber because you've, I think every time you've been on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, you've said I mean, Schwarber. And he's homered. I think you're like a per a hundred percent success rate with Kyle Schwarber. Homer There's like a second or third baseman that we we're. I seem like we were talking about that. I was like, I was all over. Um, Brendan, I think Brendan Brendan Rogers is one of my favorites. I think no but, course, course, no course. course. I'm sorry. So um, jeez, oh, I was gonna say Christian. I know Brown. you cut yeah, now. Cord. I know you cut up once you get cut off by cores. It's uh. Stop. I know that, but there's somebody I know I talked about, and I was like, I was all over this kid. Now I can't. Okay, so one of our cheaper third basemen we were talking about. So let's say I can't say Ryan McMahon. So um, wow, we we, we did we met a lot of course people today, didn't we? Yeah, um, sure did. <laughs> Bregman, maybe Bregman. Unless when you say your name, unless I come up with somebody. Listen um, to this conviction. Course Seager. Course Seager. Okay. Course um, I'm going to go with. Hmm. I'm going to go with Juan Soto against uh, Abbott there. Four home runs in his last start. I'm going to go Soto. Uh, by the way. Okay. Do you see that matchup? We didn't really talk about it. Soto Abbott. Soto returning to Washington. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't pick up on either. I guess the gas can left the righty matchup. Um, Soto crushes. So how? So how high? Only think Juan Soto is going to be tomorrow <laughs> on his revenge game. Very. I guess. We, I guess we consider it a revenge game, right? Yep. Um, you did not want to be there. Do I want to? Do I want to fade him then tomorrow if he's gonna be so high owned? But I think he's in a great spot though too, right? Um, what's his price? Five what? He's five five nine. nine. He's very expensive. I know, and I can get judged for what five hundred dollars more or something. Yeah, Albert's hundred dollars less. Uh, he's much more Albert's appealing on Fanduel. He's four thousand dollars on Fanduel. He's like the fifth highest uh, priced outfielder. If they even pitch to him tomorrow, now the now the now the Nationals are gonna mess with him, not pitch to him. Albert's gonna hit over my two tomorrow, so yep. um, but I like that call. 
I still like Corey Seager. I, I like I, I like Seager, so you like Soto. I also like Al, your dong Alvarez. Yeah, same. Um, all right. I think that does it, Pete. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, everyone um, out there. Give Pete a follow at YFC Sports Pete. Nailed that one, right? YFC Sports yeah, Pete. At YFC Sports Pete. Um, and you can follow me at the underscore real underscore grande um, on Twitter. Uh, this you, will be you on. Have well? uh, I think Reeland is on the playbook, if I remember correctly. Um, Saturday. Yeah, I think it's then it's real. Justin Reeland should be on the playbook. Should be a good one. Um, guys, don't forget head over to fantasyalarm.com. Head to the NFL tab. The NFL draft guide is free this year. Um, I know you know we're gearing. Huh? That was that was. Uh, as you were talking, the video has popped up of Marshawn Lynch getting dragged out of the police car, out of his car by the police. That is a good timing there. Uh, I I knew that was happening. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's free, right? Nothing beats yep. free. Um, first time in Fantasy Alarms history that the NFL Draft Guide has been free. So um, go over there right now. Rankings, cheat sheet, projections, ADP. Oh, yeah, definitely free. Um, it's free. Zero, yeah, that, yeah, $0, zero cents. Um, really nothing better than that. Uh, so please be sure to do that. This this podcast will be up on all platforms, um, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever, uh, wherever you – you know, absorb your podcasting. Please follow, subscribe, like, um, upvote on if you're on YouTube, do all that good stuff. Um, but again, big shout out to Pete, and we'll be back on Monday. And we'll uh, everyone have a good weekend. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.